To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now back to the business remarkable business, the drama of Fletcher Building. We spoke to Oliver Manda from the Shareholders Association an hour ago, and he told us it was really unusual for the Fletcher Board to tell the ASX that Ross Taylor is considering his position. I, I don't think you can, whatever woes Fletcher Building has, we don't think that that's just down to Ross Taylor. Um, regardless of whoever is the CEO, we think that Fletcher Building will still continue to have a credibility problem. Patrick Smalley from Business Desk has been digging into this. Hey, Patrick. Hi, Ross can't not resign tomorrow now, can he? He's gone. I've talked to people today who've said, look, Ross Taylor, um, he certainly in the last 18 months has been way too optimistic about um, the extent of the right balance that still needs to be made on two major projects, particularly the International Convention Centre in Auckland, that he inherited seven years ago. Uh, but having said that, he hasn't done a terrible job in, rest, in the rest of the business. So it's, I don't know that his... It's the right answer to the issue. I think if he does go, and the fact that we're talking about the possibility that he might, might have to do with how serious Fletcher Building's problems in Western Australia are. I mean, the, the this leaking pipes issue involving a product called Iplex, which mm. uh, was introduced into the market under Ross Taylor's watch and withdrawn from the market under his watch also. If that's going to cost Fletcher's uh, an unknown amount of liability, and I've seen some ridiculously wide um, estimates ranging from billion dollars million through to a, to a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, uh, then you would have to say that, that a CEO would, I think, be expected to to fall on their sword for something like that. So it's a it's a complex situation. We won't know the answer until tomorrow. I think that the comments that, that Oliver Mander and one or two other people have been wanting to actually say things out loud today because everybody's talking about it, but nobody's going on the record. Uh, is that it's uh, the board is a big part of the issue. The, the board is the board as well as Ross Taylor are very well paid compared to their peers. Mm. Uh, they have presided over seven years of, of um, consistent value destruction. They've been very. They uh, also have hardly done any board regeneration in that time. So the last seven years or the last five years is only one new director. Now, that's not ideal best practice governance. No. So, um, you know, a bigger shake-up than just losing the CEO is needed at that company. Patrick, listen, and, yeah. who, who would have decided that that statement needed to go out? Is that the board trying to force his hand? <clears throat> it's very hard to know when no one will actually tell you, but the fact that it came from Russell McVeigh rather than the company is kind of interesting. So it's come from a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and... I have never seen a situation where that kind of statement is made ahead of a decision by a CEO. So you have to say that he's going. I think I think the issue is, is he going because of the problems in legacy parts of the firm or is he going because the Western Australian problem is so great that, that really the, the current CEO must take the rap? I, I'm sort of tending towards the latter. Oh, but really? Because, I mean, behind the scenes, Fletcher and, and members of the board, from what I understand, are playing this down massively. They do not think this is a big deal. Uh, well, maybe I should have tried hard to get, hard to talk to them all today, but uh, it is a massive deal. We'll, we'll you, see tomorrow, right? Something like that. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the, the company's in the trading halt, and, and the NZX at five thirty extended the trading halt to twelve thirty tomorrow afternoon. I, I hardly think, so, Patrick, that Craig's investment partner is going to be going out saying this is a big deal if it's not a big deal, right? Because it's their credibility as well. So it's got to be described as weird. Yeah, you know, note to clients this morning. I mean, hey, it's, it's pretty pretty unusual. Can you explain to me why the NZX carried no mention in its statement of the fact that Ross Taylor was reconsidering his position, but the ASX did? How do we explain that? It seems to be. Uh, as simple as this, uh, it's not satisfactory as far as I'm concerned, or, uh, and I don't think it is as far as most New Zealand investors would be concerned, but the NZX has slightly different uh, rules for what it chooses to disclose. So the ASX discloses more than the NZX would normally, and there has been a debate in the past, and we're we'll picking this issue up at business desk in the next few days, as to why would that happen? Why, why, you know, if that's what the rules say, the rules are silly and they yeah. need to change. Could not agree with you more. Hey, Patrick, thank you. Really, really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens tomorrow. Patrick Smelly of Business Desk. For more from News Talk ZB, listen live, on air or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.